guys. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the singles mini-sode episode. Yeah, the singles, the little guy, just the short one. Yeah. Just like, you know. The short end of the stick. Short, yeah. The short end of the stick. It's That's going to be the name of my biography. <laughs> the short end of the stick. Story of life and times of Mike Barone. Uh, bestseller. Bestseller. <laughs> you know, and, it, and I love it for its positivity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a love story at hey the guys, end of the day. got one message for 2020. Be optimistic. Be optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, be optimistic. I'm trying. Hey, we're all dying every day. Let's enjoy the ride. <laughs> wow. Can I pay you to talk to me more? Yeah, sure. Do you have Just seminars? Me, you know what? I'll tell you what. Just uh, leave your number on a post-it. I'll uh-huh. call you every morning at 7.14 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll say, it is your good morning. Wake up. You're dying. There. But today you get to carve your life out. You are dying. <laughs> Eventually. Um, I signed up for this thing called the universe. So I get yeah. emails from the universe. I've been day. on the universe mailing list for like 10 years. Oh, I just delete them. I, I yeah. can't even read they, them anymore. They go into They're the, so they, stupid. Well, that's what I was just going to tell you is, yeah, I'm on the list, but it goes right to my job. What's yeah. that guy's name again? Doolittle. Tom Dooley. Yeah, Tom, Tom Dooley. Dooley. I can't do yeah. that anymore. Yeah, there's some are really great. But the, mm-hmm. some of them are like where he goes like Yahweh. <laughs> he does all this other <laughs> weird shit where he gives you like a proverb from mm-hmm. a from a uh, like a, a a Bedouin like uh, a Bedouin saying. I'm like yeah, you know what, dude. Yeah, no. Nah. Let's make this. Let's 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 tailor this to me. All right. Yeah. Please. Like I I go through times where I feel like I need like self help or I feel like I need to be inspired. So I signed up for things like that. And then I, once I get those emails, I'm just like, oh, I don't. That guy does seminars, too, where it's like, join us for a week in the Bahamas. What possibly would we be doing that week? Like, you know, after you give me the quote of the day, am I on my own? Because that just sounds like a vacation Mm -hmm. that you're organizing for me, which might be a good thing. I don't know. Couldn't this have been an email? Yeah. Couldn't (laughs) couldn't your motivational speech have been an email? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, the fact that he made a career out of it, good for that guy. Mm -hmm. Good for that guy. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatevs. Not my steez. So my thing is, uh, it's the be- the best motivational speech ever for me is the uh, is the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross sales speech that Alec Baldwin gives. Because, you know, if you've, you've never seen it clearly. No. Oh, my God. Dude, I you got to watch it. blank expression right yeah. now. Watch it. It's like two minutes long, but just watch uh-huh. it. It's great. Because okay. he's a douchebag. Uh, but he, he has this, he's basically, it's this, it's this uh, uh, crew of salesmen. They're all like, I don't know if they're timeshare salesmen or property sales and land mm-hmm. salesmen or what, but this crew of salesmen that are all broke and they send this guy in from the corporate office and it's Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And that's where the always be closing thing comes from. Okay. You know, anyway, ABC. Yeah. ABC always be closing. And he, Michael that's Scott. where his monologue kind of comes from mm-hmm. is from that movie. And uh, it's a great movie too. Jack Lemmon's in it and Al Pacino's in okay. it. It's really good. Anyway. Um, it's a talkie, though. It's not like there's no action in it. Basically, it's like a play. But I like stuff like that. You'll like it. Then. Yeah. It's good. I watch a lot of TCM, and a yeah. lot of movies are just talk and don't yeah. really go yeah. anywhere. This movie's yeah. great. Like, it's really, and I mm-hmm. own it somewhere. So if you still have a DVD player, I keep it. But it's uh, basically, basically, Alec Baldwin uh, is, this, is this hired gun that comes in, not to motivate per mm-hmm. se, but just to scare them into doing yeah. their job. And he says, and his thing is like, he comes in and goes, hey, congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Everybody in this room, you're fucking fired. <laughs> and he says, but you have an opportunity to earn your job back today. Mm-hmm. Top producer gets a Cadillac Eldorado. 
Second place, you get a set of steak knives. Third place is, you're fucking fired. (laughs) (laughs) And if you treat your life that way, like, Uh hey, man, we're all dying, but I can earn this day back, that's Mm -hmm. a pretty powerful motivating tool for me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So what are you listening to this week? So I caught a little bit of the Super Bowl yesterday. You you watched it. No. You watched it. We actually watched a lot of movies this weekend. We finally saw Joker. Oh, good. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was great. It was disturbing, but it was so good. But you know, as far as an origin story goes, like, wow. So good. The way they wrapped it all up up all of that. Let's be honest. These superhero films are absolute shit. Flaming hot shit. John and I do not watch. We've never watched The Avengers. Don't watch any of that stuff. We tried to watch them. We like, because, you know, the thing is, I can't keep up. So whatever. You go story-wise. And so I saw a thing on Facebook that's like, here's the order in which you watch them. So we Uh tried to go through them. It was a chore, dude. We didn't make it. Like yeah. we didn't make it. How many did you get through? I got to I got to the Black Panther and I tried to watch it and for whatever reason I keep getting interrupted. Like mm-hmm. something ends up happening every time I watch that film. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's just not in the they cards. They just for don't me. hold my interest. Yeah, like, that too. I, it I don't believe in soup. Look, dude. Maybe I'm just I'm not the demographic anymore because I'm I know what real not. heroes look like and they like put food on the table. <laughs> <You know? laughs> real heroes like yeah. make sure the bills get paid. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> like great man. All right, so you can you can knock a guy through a brick wall and he can survive. But mm-hmm. you know, can you buy bread? Does <laughs> Does Captain America have enough money to eat? <laughs> yes. Does he eat? Because he, he literally eat? never show any no of those idea. people eating. No idea. Um. So we watched Joker. We watched The Farewell, or Farewell. Which is Aquafina. And it's oh, basically yes. like yes, about the the mother in China or the, the grandma. In China. Yes, that one was. I wanted to see that too. Yeah, so good. I cried at that one. It was really great. And then we watched um, Midsummer, which was such a letdown. Midsummer is who? It's about cults. Ooh, that Swedish hello. cult where yes. they're all wearing like flower crowns and stuff. And it wasn't Tell good. Me more. No, stupid. Tell me, is it like, wait, is it, so it's not a true crime thing. It's just like a. It is in the sense that they talk about a cult. It's a fake cult, unless it's a true Swedish oh, thing. Boo. Like, I don't know. Um, but it's based on a, cool like a summer solstice <laughs> type of event that this, that they attend. Did and they then, slaughter anybody? Yeah. They did? Yeah. Ooh. It was very graphic. Midsummer. Midsummer so, made my top of the list. It's just, I think with, they didn't fully like develop the characters enough for me to give a shit. Oh. Like they just threw them into this situation and subtitles, then. Subtitles? No subtitles. No subtitles. Uh, there is because there is a lot of sweet, like Swedish oh, yeah. in there. A lot of Swede in it. Yeah. It starts. Swede heavy. It's Americans <laughs> in Sweden. So, but okay. that was really good too. That's also my dream is moving to Sweden where they have a I don't know. Fair. Watch this moving. Well, well, I, I was thinking, I wonder if Swedish people are like upset. Did they spill the, is this a true thing? Swedish like, people are so rational. They'd be like, well, <laughs> it is a film. Who cares? At the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went and saw Bombshell. Oh yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. That just made me angry. I angry. Yeah, cried I don't in think that I could watch that. She was crying like angrily. Yeah. Like she was just gritting her teeth mm-hmm. crying. Yep. Um, and what I would say about the movie Bombshell, mm-hmm. it's disgusting, yes, but uh, I think a better version of that uh, exists. It's a series that was on um, HBO Showtime, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Russell Crowe plays Roger Ailes, puts on the fat suit and oh. everything, mm-hmm. and man, it's because it's way more in depth, yeah. and you kind of see the systemic, uh, uh, you see the systemic uh, abuse that a uh, male um, male. Uh, power abuse that that happens from top to bottom mm-hmm. in uh, in at Fox News, and I think it. it whereas uh, Bombshell kind of glosses over it, 
that one is really, I think it's called The Loudest Voice. Okay. Mm. Man, really, really solid. I, I got sick actually one day like in the fall and I was home all day just laying on the couch and I saw it on there. I'm like, oh, let's start this. And I watched all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, so yeah. But yeah. So you caught a little bit of the Super Bowl. I caught like the clips. Once things started getting posted on Facebook, then I started watching. I feel like I have aged out of any interest in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl commercials, Super Bowl halftime show. Like, it's never been my thing to begin with, but I was always interested in the commercials, at least. And then I watched them, and I thought, they're all stupid. We actually watched a show where they had... All, All of the clips them. Yeah. from like years past, and most of them were really dumb. Yeah. Like there yeah. was a couple that were really funny, mm-hmm. what I thought were really funny, and they usually in- involve animals talking or animals having human behavior, and that's the only thing. Yeah, like the Clydesdales ones. Yeah, nah. like I thought that was okay with the puppy that kept coming yeah, back. Whatever, that was whatever. Yeah. The Google one was sweet. Didn't I watched that it. one today, so I didn't see any commercials. Uh, I didn't. Maybe. Yeah, but I they were all just dumb. Like, one was kind of funny. That was MC Hammer. It was, like, 1985, and MC Hammer is eating Cheetos and playing on his piano. He's like, (laughs) what do I call it? What do I do? And then he looks at his hand, and it's covered in Cheetos, and he's about to play the piano. He's like, wait, I can't touch this. And then the light bulb (laughs) goes off. I'm like, okay, that's, that's funny, but, like... None of it really clicked for me or I didn't care anymore. So yeah. maybe it's not you. Well, I mean, so that'd be interesting to find out. Like, what are the Super Bowl numbers? Like, is the demo all, are they going all male? Is it nostalgia? Is it what percentage are women? I mean, you and know. And then, like, what's the ROI? Like, what do you look for in ROI anymore? Is it clicks to your website? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't because know. Because are people going to run out and buy Cheetos? I already buy Cheetos. It's not yeah. changing my mind on. Yeah, you kind of, of corner the market. Frito Lay, you kind of corner the market here, yeah. right? Like, yeah, we love Doritos too. We love Fritos and we love Cheetos. Literally, everyone uses Google or has a Google Home or right. anything Google. So, like, what are you. So, is it the expectation because you're a huge company you have to do it? I don't know. I wonder. They paid five point six million. Yeah, but okay, but that's a drop in the bucket though for them. But that. that's like way more than it used to be. It's like two or three times more than. So that what they're what they're representing is this global audience now, mm-hmm. right? So it's I guess, yeah. greater viewership. But you know, as our good friend Barry would say from Liverpool, he would say, "Oh, how many people tune into the Super Bowl?" Mm-hmm. Right? Hundreds of millions, right? Yeah. Would tune into the Super Bowl. He's like, "Yeah, that one game." Man mm-hmm. U versus, you know, Liverpool, and it gets something like a billion <laughs> a billion worldwide views. Well, and supposedly, well, I was talking to Helps, Liverpool's going to, has a very, 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 very good chance of, yeah, they do. of winning this they year. They do, yeah. So, so. that's going to be pretty rad. Yeah. Anyways, um, the halftime show, caught clips of it, whatevs. Shakira performed. Yeah. I forgot how much I loved Shakira because she used to be this... Really alt girl, yeah. rockera, like 90s mm-hmm. rock star. And then she morphed into a pop star. As I was listening to her today, I'm like, oh, this was, she was always formatted to be that like alt girl by right. the company. Like she's never, you know, that wasn't ever her. Like she was made that way, but that was still my yeah, favorite. Yeah, well, they, they looked at, they looked at like Madonna and Selena and they're like, okay, great. Alanis Morissette. And all Alanis of that. Morissette. And they're like, oh, what if we took a little Anita Franco and put that in there and mix these two mm-hmm. up? Oh, perfect. Here we have this. Yeah. Now we have this. But her following globally is insane. She's like, huge. And like, Watching her performance, there was a couple things that popped out. Um, I listened to that song, Waka Waka, which is like, ha- has a lot of African musicians in it. And it's um, 
I think they said it was for Africa. So I listened to that, which was really great. And then, you know, reading up on her, she's Colombian and Lebanese. And so a lot of her dance moves, like she's really great yeah. at belly dancing and a lot of the dances or dancing that she did last night um, or on the Super Bowl was, you know, that section of the world represented. Right. Um, I don't know what that was, Dwight. It's Dwight. <laughs> Clean Dwight up on dancing. aisle four, Dwight. He was dancing. Um, and then there was this other thing that she did where there's memes of it now where it's like she's sticking out her tongue into the camera, but apparently in like Arabic traditions, it's meant to express like joy and happiness in a great moment. And mm. it's a part of a celebration thing. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And she got to do it on camera. So anyways, listening to an old Shakira album and forgot how much I love her. And it's just hard to pick what song I want to listen to, but I think we're going to listen to Cita Vas. Cool. really cool i uh i like shakira as much as i think much as the next guy you know what i mean like i i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of hers i don't own them but i know people that are my age mm-hmm. especially that are insane shakira fans so guys whatever that have like idolized or idolized really? her for a long time Interesting. Yes. like i, I she's like a sex symbol you know i mean she is and well she is now i think i always Even liked then. her but I'm sure she appealed to a certain group of men. I, I had back a buddy who's Colombian, and okay. he—I mean, just when when her big album came out here, mm-hmm. he was like preaching from the rooftops about how great she cared, like how she's going to be this huge mm-hmm. star, or whatever. I was like, yeah, she's great. I mean, mm-hmm. she like, is, and she's everywhere now. She was on the oh, yeah. Voice. She was like a judge on the Voice for a long time. Like, yeah, you think about her international draw; it's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing because yeah. now all these eyes from, let's say, the Middle East or Latin America, Latin America, whatever are tuned in, which where they normally wouldn't be, you Mm -hmm. know? So I get it, man. That's cool. Yeah. A real real true international star. Totally. And I think multicultural, I meant to say multicultural. Yeah. In her music too. And I, I appreciate that a lot of the newer stuff still has elements. Like she's not strictly a pop star. Like she still kind of does what she wants to do. Yeah, for sure. And I was looking at, I just was curious looking at her set list, like, does she still play any of the old songs? Like, I'm sure she does. I'm half sure of she her does. set list is o- the old stuff that I love. So I kind of want to go see her now just to see like my hits that I love. Yeah, she has to play the old stuff because I, yeah. the thing is, your diehards are going to come no matter what. The, mm-hmm. it, you, you, when you're at that level, you not everybody goes to shows, right? Mm-hmm. They say something like only 8% or 10% of the fan population really will ever get to see an artist live. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, you think about that. If somebody has to catch a flight to see her or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have to expend all this money, they'll see her once. So yeah. they need to hear the hits. Yeah. It's like seeing the Rolling Stones or whoever, you know, name, name the big act there. You can insert the big act name there. You have to like, they gotta, they gotta play the hits. You gotta play what brought mm-hmm. you. Nobody cares about your new song. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, I would assume depending on where she plays, if she were on like a, like that, what's that Kiss FM Oh, Jingle Ball or whatever. Jingle Ball. Or whatever. If she were on a, something like that with like a radio station, I would assume she's just going to play 
her radio hits now. But if it's her no, own no, no, concert, no, no. no way. But if you're like down to a, you're gonna 30- play the one hit that they're playing currently. Because that was the deal for you getting on the radio uh, thing is when you had to have see, the I, one I hit. I don't know these. And things, then you'll so. have your then you'll you're only gonna play for fifteen minutes, so you're uh-huh. gonna have to play four songs or twenty minutes or whatever you play yeah. five songs. So she's gonna have her other hits that she's gonna play and mm-hmm. rock the house with those because mm-hmm. people don't want to sit there and listen to your new stuff. They'll listen to that new song, but they want to hear the wherever whenever song. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, when I say new stuff, I mean like the she wolf and whenever right. wherever. I. That's what I mean by new stuff. Oh, she, gotcha. She's not going to play the stuff that I liked, like I just played. No, no, no. Like no. that's reserved for her own concert, not for like a jingle. Yeah, no, yeah. Thing. If she, yeah, I think if you're part of a package tour, she's got to do a medley yeah. of all the hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I would think. Sorry. Enough of me. Let's enough talk about me. you. How about you? Well, um, I, uh, to be honest, I just picked this when I was coming home. I was listening <laughs> to Pokey Lafarge. So I'm like, that's oh. That's kind of what we always do. Yeah. So let's listen to Pokey Lafarge because, uh, you know, it's a dude that's born in the 80s from Illinois that sounds like he was, you know, born in, in the, the 30s. 20, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, it's on Third Man Records uh, currently. Uh, but there's a new record coming out in April, but he had just announced it on the 20th of January. So that kind of had it fresh in my mind. But uh, this is from um, this is from a uh, a uh, his album called Manic Revelations, but it's uh, Pokey Lafarge, Riot in the Streets. <laughs> I like that old timey sound and it's it's yeah. just it's a fun ditty. Yeah, no. He, that guy's cool and and I think I like that there's a kind of a return to this. I would say simpler time with music, but that song is not simple at all. I mean, it's got mm-hmm. horns and all this other stuff. So, it's a it's a cool one. The fact that there's like these this whole retro music thing. I guess you can't say that there is this because there always has been this, you know there. Yeah, but at least it's more mainstream, more um not widely accepted, but it's easier to find. Yeah. Well, we go to New Orleans every year, and that's akin to a lot of the music you hear there. Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to it for that purpose, and uh, it's really super cool. So next time Pokey comes to town, you know, go and see him. <laughs> didn't, didn't, uh, was the on the music taste good one time or no? Is that where I remember him from? I Maybe think he, he was on. I think he was. I think he was too. I think that's why he stuck in my head as we talked about him. Yeah, yeah. Because we, I remember we we talked. We should do it. That'd be cool to do a whole. Have we ever done a retro episode like that where we do like M Ward and? No, we did an Pokey Americana. Lafarge, and we'll we do what's do... his name, uh, the Nick, some the Night Sweats guy, like all those, whatever that. Uh, their names escape me, but I yes, see there's him. there's like five or six of them. I guess yeah. you could do. But yeah, we yeah that would be good. Right. Uh, yeah. Because I remember right. I played the Diddy Bops once. You did, did this yes. Come around yeah. when I played the Diddy Bops. Um, Dwight is drinking. Thanks, Dwight. Great time to be thirsty. So, so listening audience, uh, Christina bought Dwight a red polo shirt, and he walks around the house now as if he works either at Target or is on the coaching staff for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
He looks seriously. He looks like he could have a whistle in his mouth. Like we should get him he a needs whistle. a little cap, yeah. and then uh, get him a whistle and you'll drop and give me twenty. <laughs> hey, coach, get him some high Come socks. Come in, coach. I'm ready. Get him some high socks for his for his long legs. <laughs> Aw, poor Dwight. Poor Dwight. Well, cool. Well, this has been great. It's a nice little ditty. It's the little guy. That's and you got to support the little guy. Don't. <laughs> Fuck with the little guy. No. He just wants to be your friend. They're the crazy ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if any of you don't know the band Suburban Rhythm, then that look that up. <laughs> don't fuck with the little guy. I should have played that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at fa- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you, you enjoyed listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to... Don't fuck up. <laughs> better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. <laughs> And while you're at it, head over to our website at mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it, one more thing! (laughs) Not that. Okay. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!